Welcome to the VIP Home Podcast, where we talk about all the things homeowners need to know. Today, we're speaking with Pete and Megan from Powerhouse, which is a TV show produced with Alliant Energy. Tell us a little bit about Powerhouse. How did you guys get started? Thank you, Caroline and Jeff. And it's it's great for Megan and myself to be with you guys today to talk about this. Alliant Energy started this back in, in 1996 because it wanted really to educate its utility customers about the importance of energy conservation and safety, but also to help save energy dollars. And they started the Powerhouse program looking at energy efficiency. It's a 30-minute program that airs in six markets across the Alliant Energy Service Territory in the Upper Midwest on Saturdays and Sundays. And Megan and I are very fortunate to be hosting it for the past 24 years. I have a theater background. Pete is in broadcasting, so we kind of have different background experiences. But the cool thing is, is that Pete and I have known each other almost all our lives. We grew up across the street from each other. No wonder why you guys work so well together. The number one question we get asked, because we know each other so well and play off of each other, they they do think we're married. We're married, but not to each other. We're learning. And that's the great thing about Powerhouse is that we're sharing the insight that uh, we see in terms of helping customers be comfortable in their homes, be knowledgeable and save save dollars and save energy and be more efficient when it comes to, to energy in the home. Pete and I are kind of speaking for the consumer. We're speaking for the customer. We ask the questions that our audience would want to hear. We don't present as though we know everything. We've learned a lot over the years through this process. VIP HomeLink, our goal is to make the homeowners' lives easier. And although we're homeowners, we don't know everything. We like to look into homeowner horror stories, you know, sort of those stories that no one really wants to talk about, but maybe a few years down the road, you get a good laugh out of, or, you know, you're you're frightened to even think of that it might happen again. Do you guys have a story like that that you could share with us? One of our first years uh, here at the, at the house that, that I live in, uh, one of our segments was blowing in insulation and up in the attic. Oftentimes, Megan and I, we have the do-it-yourself projects, and I was helping with our expert to blow in insulation up in my attic. I'm not maybe not the most uh, agile or gifted in terms of home projects, and I, I stepped off one of the joists on the attic and put my foot through the uh, ceiling in my house as I was blowing in insulation. So I did get the insulation and, and my attic is much better insulated, but I had to repair the uh, ceiling in one of the bedrooms because I was a goof and slipped off the joist and put my foot through the ceiling. You pulled the Chevy Chase from Christmas Vacation where he's up there. Absolutely. Kind of yep. warm himself and he just goes <laughs> Jeff, ab- absolutely. And yeah, I-, I did that. So that's a bit of my own horror story that-, that I did on one of our shoots. The crew and I have gotten a lot of mileage out of that through the years. And there's a, sometimes they put together a blooper reel and, and that's kind of fun. We bought a condo in Hoboken, fourth floor walk up. I decided, hey, I'm just going to replace the switch. Like how hard can that be? I watched YouTube videos. I thought I can do this. How hard can electrical work be really? I watched the video. I did it. I brought my wife in for the big reveal and I, I turned it on. And then you just see like a go up the wall and just like burn all the way up. I was like, oh my God. And yeah, so from that point on, I was not allowed to do any DIY, especially electrical work. I feel like that was such a good segue to start talking about how somebody could start their home energy efficiency 
journey. We talk about insulation and and over the many years of Powerhouse uh, doing a home energy assessment, we've had professionals that come in and, and do it. You can also go around your own house and do an assessment. Uh, you know, the whole thing about is, is keeping in the wintertime, keeping the warm air in your house and in the summertime, keeping the cool air in your house and again, not allowing vice versa. So insulation is certainly the, a, a great place to start. Attic insulation is, is a great way to check and make sure you do have enough insulation above you because the, the warm air rises. And if you don't have enough insulation in your attic, that's the first place. So we always say when you do that assessment, start there. Then your walls, making sure that you have enough insulation in the walls. What about like DIY? Like, are there simpler things that I can do that are just easy? I run to the hardware store and do myself. Yeah, you can spend maybe 50 to 75 to hundred dollars uh, caulking, weather stripping, going around and checking windows because windows obviously are the the biggest source where if you've got uh, gaps in the framing, get a caulking uh, tube and a caulking gun and seal around the windows, weather stripping on the floors. During the wintertime, keep the warm air in from getting outside. Those are very easy things that you can do yourself. LED light bulbs, that's newer technology and those can make such a difference. And we always encourage homeowners it's a little bit more of an investment, but it really pays itself off. And so what you want to do is you want to take those few lights that you use most frequently or that are hard to reach, you know, those pain in the neck lights and replace those because they do last much, much longer. The one thing about LED lights in the beginning was just to look at them. They had this like hospital you know, quality to them. And nowadays, I mean, I, I replace a lot of our lights, not all of them, but a lot of them with the Philips Hue. You know, so it's all smart connected and my wife has a very specific setting that she likes the kitchen on and it's called Liz's white or whatever, you know, so <laughs> it's very customizable and the, the quality of the light, I feel, has just completely changed over the years. The upfront costs are much more than the old incandescent bulbs, but LEDs uh, and, and the thing that we, uh, Megan and I have stressed on Powerhouse is again, how, how much longer they last in, in terms of years for a bulb. We often will talk about putting LED bulbs, you know, just start replacing the ones that you have to uh, replace more often that are easy access. The design has gotten much more friendlier. The lighting's much better. 95% of the energy goes into the lighting with LED bulbs, which is certainly much different than the old incandescent. So only 5% of an LED is going to energy usage. And that's the big thing. It's longer lasting and much, much more energy efficient with LED bulbs. Not only is it customizable, but you can put them on timers, you can reduce your energy consumption that way. Make sure at the end of the day, you say, turn off all the lights and all the lights are off. You don't leave the one in the basement on by accident. Downside, they are expensive. You dim your light. Does that count as energy efficient? My guess would be that it would be using less energy. I would think so. You do have to make sure that they are built for dimmers. When it comes to your appliances, there are a handful that you really need to maintain well and use appropriately because they use the bulk of your energy. And that would be your refrigerator, your dishwasher, and your washer and dryer. Of course, maintenance is important on all three of those things. With your refrigerator, you wanna keep the temperature at 40 degrees and the freezer at zero. That's gonna be an energy efficient path and still get the job done. I'm gonna sound like your mother for a second, but you don't wanna leave the doors open. Know what you want out of the refrigerator before you go in there. It takes a lot more energy then to recool the unit if you stand there with the drawers open. And don't forget about the vent and the coils down below the refrigerator. Every year, check that out and clean that out with your vacuum cleaner. Or if you have a pet, 
you'll want to do it more than once a year because that keeps the flow running efficiently. And you also don't want to overcrowd your refrigerator. They're designed to basically be full, not jam-packed because then the circulation doesn't work. When it comes to the dishwasher, there are a couple of things you can do. You can use the eco settings that are built right into the dishwashers that we buy today and only run it when it's full. Some people are in the habit of doing it every night, whether there are four cups in there or it's loaded. And do wait until it's full because you're going to use not only less energy, but you're going to use less water. Another tip is to put it on the air dry setting. That's going to save you energy too. And rinse your dishes off. Even though the new dishwashers um, can sense how dirty your dishes are, but do yourself a favor and rinse them off because you're going to get a cleaner wash and it's going to require less energy to do that too. The point that I made about the dishwasher, you also want to take into account when it comes to your washer and dryer. Do full loads. You know, doing a couple shirts at a time is not going to save you any energy at all. So wait until you have an appropriate load and also use cold water. It'll get your clothes just as clean. Make sure that you clean out not only your lint catch, but also your dryer vent too. That can cause big problems. If you have anyone who is ill in your house, of course, you, you want to make sure that you put it on the sterilized setting. Cleaning that lint filter in your dryer, but also the duct coming out of it. One of our, our viewers reached out to us. You know, he got out his, uh, his vac and cleaned out the, the vent coming out of his, his dryer in it. It was like, a new dryer, he said, because it actually dried the clothes much more efficiently. One of the common things that we talk about with your furnaces is changing that filter vent once a month. Most people don't. It's about making sure your furnace is running efficiently. If you've got a, a dirty filter, it's not going to run efficiently. You're going to use more energy and you're going to use more dollars to run that furnace. That's one of those things that I always stress. Keep track on your phone. Hey, it's time the first of the month to change my, my furnace filter. The other thing that we also recommend is, is having a service plan. Have your, your heating and cooling system checked once a year. That's a you know well worth it, $50 to $100 service call. But to make sure that your furnace, that your air conditioner is running efficiently, again, will save over the years, save energy dollars for, for you and your home. It's interesting you say that. VIP HomeLink is an app and it's basically for people who they have a home, they want to stay on top of these things, but we all know like it's easier said than done. You say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, life gets in the way. The app is there to actually send you reminders. You put the information in on exactly what your HVAC system is. You can log in your, what filter you need, and it'll send you notifications every time you need to change a filter, every time you need it serviced. And it'll actually keep you on, on point there because like I said, it, it's, it's one thing to say, I'm going to do this. And then it's another thing to actually do it. A lot of times we tell our viewers, you know, mark a day or think of a day on your calendar and do that monthly. Now, your app sounds luxurious and I'll certainly look into that in a simple way. If you just think the first of the month, I'm going to check my filter. Probably the one thing that we've done over the years on Powerhouse is if people haven't, it's a programmable thermostat. I know on some of your other podcasts, you've had a smart home, the programmable thermostat, maybe it's a Nest that you can control off your phone, which is so nice that you can set back at night, turn down that thermostat and, and save, turn it down 10 degrees over a year time in 10 hours, I think you can save something like 10% on your heating bill. There's really savings. And again, that's what here on Powerhouse we're about, saving energy, but also helping our customers and, and our consumers save energy dollars. Megan and I have put in more 
programmable thermostats over the years. That's another another small investment. They can be as simple as maybe a $25 to a $50 investment. You Again, you can go up and get nests and have everything programmed off your, your iPhone, which is wonderful. That's significant savings uh, in energy and energy dollars. I know Roos is a very smart home tech kind of guy. I like the gadgets. So when we moved in, that was the first thing I did was let's get the Nest thermostats. Let's get all the security stuff. Let's, let's get it all hooked up. And, you know, you put eco mode on, it kind of just keeps it at a comfortable, you know, it's not blowing air on you, but it's Nest will remind me even when to change my HVAC filter, which I didn't know when I bought it. But I mean, it's uh, it's an amazing device. It really is. And and again, I think that's, you know, one of the other things here on, on Powerhouse that uh, Megan and I are very fortunate uh, is to learn about the the new technology all around our house, and we've done shows on uh, on things in terms of reminders with a with a smart home to change the filter, to set back your water heater. Some people might be away for a while, and they and they can set back that. It is amazing the technology, the changes that we've seen over the past 24 years of Powerhouse. It all comes back again to helping that that homeowner be more comfortable, saving energy and saving energy dollars. Right now, it's uh we're approaching summer and here in the Midwest, it's really, really hot. So that's another thing. If you can program that with your phone, program your air conditioning, you don't have to have it run all day. With a uh, programmable thermostat, you can set that to kick in before you get home from work, before you get back from vacation. One of the things that you can do to maintain your air conditioner is to clean it off. We had an episode where I got to do that and I had no idea that I could do that myself. And of course I had a professional walk me through it. You just go outside and you have your air conditioner, make sure that it's turned off at the electrical panel. And then you take your garden hose and you spray all the debris off the outside and inside the compressor. Spray the fins on the inside carefully, starting at the top down so you don't force any debris in there. But that's something that, that you can do that's really, really simple. And another thing is to make sure that you've got airflow around your air conditioning compressor. A lot of people have landscaping and things like that because they want to hide it. Well, make sure you keep it trimmed away so you have about a foot, at least a foot, around there for circulation. Some air conditioners you can go and you can cover it with like a an air conditioner cover, which they sell. Yeah. So I assume there's a need and a, and a reason for that. But then I also read you don't want to cover it. So you just got to make sure, uh, again, debris and everything's clear. To me, that would be, you know, the benefit of having it covered. But then you also have to check to see if there's anything that, you know, may have crawled up or uh, may have uh, gotten on the fans. Uh, so just be aware of that some resident chipmunks in there. Sure. <laughs> I did have a dryer vent issue. I, I think somebody moved the dryer and it like popped out of the wall, but it was, it's so big that we couldn't see behind it. And you know, you don't want to scratch the floors and all that. So we only knew something was wrong because we'd run the dryer and then like it would get really humid and all the windows started fogging up. And it turned out that, yeah, some, somebody must've moved it and it popped out off the wall. And so all the, the wet steam was basically not going where it should, it's just going into the room. We have a small room, so that was an issue. We called the professional, they came over and charged me, you know, four or 500 bucks to, to really, I mean, I was like, oh my God, is that really necessary? Like, can I not do this myself? But he had a whole like thing, like a, so it goes all the way up to the roof, I guess. And he had to, you know, put this thing together and, and clean the whole 
thing. Dryer vents are a big source of fires. There's like something like 15,000 fires a year are caused by dryer vents. It's a real problem. You got to stay on top of it or else put your family at risk. I think that's a, that's a good point. And, you know, Megan was mentioning, you know, cleaning the coils on your refrigerator. I mean, you don't need to do that but once, once a year. But again, making sure that that vent is connected properly, that it is, again, blowing that hot air and, and getting it out of your home, making sure that the vent is clear there and then going outside where that vent actually vents to the outside, making sure that's clean out there. I, I just uh, last weekend uh, went and checked mine. I wanted to make sure that I didn't have any issue, but you're right. You know, a dryer vent fires, I, I hate to say it can be more common than you think, but a little bit of maintenance can can help save from a fire, but also just the, the overall, again, the efficiency of, the, of your dryer operating. Speaking of vents, I'm going to reverse the season, but if you have a gas fireplace, they vent outside. And um, I know it's important to make sure that they are covered and that when you're not using it, you know, the six months that you're not utilizing it, things can get in there, animals can get in there, uh, debris, all of that kind of stuff. So in reverse, that's something that you wanna make sure that you check out and have a professional look at always. We always recommend a seasonal tune-up on those appliances, on your air conditioner, as well as your uh, fireplaces and your furnace. But that's that's another vent issue, right? I have a gas fireplace. So that is definitely now on the top of my list. Because um, you know what? I was outside and I was trying to find the dryer vent exhaust and the guy said it was on the roof. And then there's another vent. I was like, what is this? It's it's the gas fireplace there. Now I know. My parents had a horror story. Um, they were using, I guess, their fireplace once. I don't know. I'm much younger, so I'm not really sure. And then one day there was just like a squirrel in the bedroom because I guess <laughs> the fireplace like vent wasn't closed all the way. And it was like just sort of like fall into winter. And there was just a squirrel in the house. And so if that doesn't count as a horror story, I don't know what else. <laughs> like a squirrel in the house counts as a horror story. Right? <laughs> I've had that in, in that apartment that I told you about in Hoboken. I I had a squirrel. <laughs> I was home and I walked into one room and my dogs are there and they just start going bananas. And I go in the other room and the squirrel had come in the bathroom and walked into the, the bedroom and the dogs discovered that and it was just going around in a circle, just like on the ceiling. <laughs> And I literally just closed the door and then freaked out. And then I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do this. I'm not going to trap an animal right now at this point in time. So I just opened the window and left. And then, and then came back like four hours later, just hoping it was gone. And thank God it was gone, but not after like, you know, peeing all over my bed. Well, I think I'd rather have a squirrel than bats. On Powerhouse, again, we've had episodes, again, where chimney sweeps, the importance of making sure your chimney is clean, and, and again, having a professional come out and and and, and clean your chimney, and, and we've had episodes where they talked about the, the chimney sweep, talked about different animals that have been found and, and maybe have been dead there. But that also takes me over to uh, cleaning your ducts, your duct work in your house. Occasionally is a good thing to do if you have a lot of pets. It is worthwhile to, again, make sure your duct work is clean. It's about efficiency and making sure, again, your appliances are operating efficiently. Just like we know with your car, you have an oil change and a checkup with your car. 
You need to have a, a checkup of your of your house system, making sure that it's operating properly and efficiently. Energy.gov says that you can save up to 50% of your energy if you shelter your air conditioner. Shade it with a bush, a tree, of course, distanced. Um, but if you think about it, we run more efficiently when we've got a little bit of shade, when the heat is, you know, pouring down on us. And your air conditioner is no different. Call a professional, make sure that everything's operating smoothly. And I will just reiterate what Pete said. You know, the system of your house is designed to be efficient and all your appliances are designed to work well, but we have to do our part and take care of them as well. Plant that tree uh, to shade your house, your overall house uh, can make a difference. Just a, a little bit of shade on your house can cool the house so that, you know, that the sun isn't beating down on it. So that's another opportunity. Again, we've done that numerous times on Powerhouse. Uh, come out and plant a tree. And again, you think safety when you're going to plant a tree. Call to make sure you're not digging into a power line. Look up and make sure you're also not going up into power lines above that might be up there. We always stress safety on any uh, do-it-yourself projects on Powerhouse. People like Jeff Bruce here might might take things into their own hands when they should be calling a pro. Build enough trees in my day that I know it's all good. Something that can make a real difference in your energy usage is how you plug in all of the things around your house. You think about all of the cell phone chargers that we have on the small end, but then we also have our home office. We have all kinds of little appliances, toasters, things like that that we don't use all the time, but they are always drawing power and we call that phantom power. And that phantom energy can really add up, up to 10% of your utility bill. That's huge. So I have a prop for you. This is a smart strip. And what this has is different plugs here that will remain on if necessary, like say your Wi-Fi router, you don't want that to go off. So there's a designated place for those items. But for the things, video game systems, things like that that you don't use all of the time, you can put in here and then it actually will sense when you're not using it and shut those things off. So. What an amazing product. Yeah. There you so go. I need one. So I'm going to find one. We're going to recommend it to the listeners and give some links out there so you can find the right one for you. With your ceiling fans, uh, during the summer, they are pushing the cool air down. So you want to make sure it's spinning the right way to push down. And in the winter months, you want to pull the warmer air up. But remember, when you're out of a room, I remind my family to turn off ceiling fans if you're not in the room. Is that because money doesn't grow on trees? But <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, I had, you, you mentioned the right way. So there's clearly a wrong way. So is one way like is the right way for cool air counterclockwise or clockwise or? You can feel it when you turn it on. Is it pushing down? I mean, you get you can feel it pushing down. Make sure it's spinning that way. Um, so um, I'll, <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let the listeners uh, check themselves, okay? <laughs> perfect, perfect. Your website discusses home energy assessments. What would that entail and how does a homeowner know that they're ready for such an assessment. On the Alliant Energy website, we offer uh, an energy assessment and you enter all of your specific information in there and it's really basically a checkup for your home. It offers recommendations of ways that you can improve and it's something that uh, once you make those improvements, you can then watch your utility bill and see how things change after you do that. And I would say every five years, you can revisit it too. If you've done any other home improvements, you can plug those in and it just kind of keeps things up to date. It's, it's not unlike your app, actually, you know, you yeah, can keep all of that in one place as well. 
we have a lot of things in common. So I'm, I'm definitely excited to check out more about the Alliant uh, Energy Assessment. Can you tell us a little more about like where to find that and how to, is it for just people in the service area or can anybody go and get tips there? Most utilities, again, I think around the country are offering that. So I would always say to to uh, your listeners to to check with your utilities for what kind of services they provide in terms of a home energy assessment. One other thing that we stress on powerhouses, Energy Star rated appliances. When you're going out to look for new appliances, make sure they have that Energy Star on the product. Maybe you've got that second old sort of uh, beverage refrigerator or beer refrigerator that maybe is 20 years old, but it sure keeps those uh, beverages cold. But that's not always the best use uh, of that old refrigerator because they really burn through energy. A fridge that's about 15, 18 years old, it might be time to look at a new refrigerator because they are so much more energy efficient here uh, today than, than just 15, 20 years ago. So you can save, again, a lot of energy dollars that you're paying to keep those beverages cold. Another service that Alliant Energy offers is a refrigerator recycling program. To Pete's point, you wanna check with your utility company and see what services they offer because you might be surprised. Thank you for all these tips. I mean, I'm so enlightened. Knowledge is power, they say. People are sheltering in place and they're home a lot more. Their utility bills are creeping up because of that, you know, with the use of a home office, kids playing video games, all kinds of things, uh, homeschooling, using your computer more than you might have before, and people are cooking a lot more. There are ways that you can use your kitchen a little bit more efficiently, and that is to scale down your appliances, especially as we're approaching summer. Grill outside, you know, it's a common sense thing. Use your crock pot, a slow cooker, toaster oven, they use so much less energy than torquing up your oven. And also you can scale down how you use your stovetop as well. You wanna make sure that you use your cookware appropriately by using the right pan size so you're not wasting energy by you know extra heat coming up. And also put lids on things. That's gonna speed up your cooking and it's gonna use less energy too. I know my fiance doesn't quite get the toaster oven versus the oven. So I'm really trying to, you know, help them out there, but it also gets so warm that like the toaster oven is, it seems a bit quicker, but it also doesn't make the whole place like it is outside. <laughs> yeah, one of the best uh, wedding gifts that I ever got was the Breville toaster oven. So it's like, it's For great. I mean, I use it like every day. It's fast, quick, easy. You can watch it happen and it doesn't heat up the kitchen. Really, uh, uh, again, appreciate uh, being able to, Caroline and Jeff, to talk with you guys and, and share tips uh, with your listeners. And as we like to say always, as we finish an episode of Powerhouse, with these tips and, and ideas and saving energy, we can make your house a powerhouse. A powerhouse. Visit our website, our powerhousetv.com. There are loads of tips on there. Thank you so much, Megan and Pete. It was so lovely to have you both. We hope that we can partner again soon. Our missions really align and that we really have a lot in common. So we'd love to have you guys back on the show one day. Thank you. We would love it. Thank you. Thanks guys. Have a good one. Get more answers to your homeowner questions by subscribing to the VIP Home Podcast. Available anywhere podcasts are found.